0: And so there are times when it's a bunch of that sort of stuff uh, and, like, obscure rules. Um, it's always
1: with experience points or money, I feel like. Maybe. In Dungeons & Dragons are in real life. I hate you so
2: much. <laughs> you, the fights in Dungeons & Dragons are about experience points, money, and damage. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what people's real life fights are about. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Welcome to Let's Fall in Love with Naomi Zia. <laughs> just kidding. Welcome to Honey with Julia Melzer. Wow. But I'm here with Naomi because we're going to learn about her podcast called Let's Fall in Love. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. I'm going to be on it. You may remember Naomi from her episode of Honey, mm-hmm. which I can't remember the title of just at the moment. Oh, it's called Very Fast and Very Appropriate. Oh, yes. It's one of the early ones. So scroll on back and yeah. find it um so uh now following the format of naomi's podcast i'm going to ask her a series of questions and then by the end we'll be in love yeah we're gonna do it really quick that's the promise okay okay rapid fire yeah um if you were to have a podcast (laughs) what would it be called um the hmm uh let's fall in love. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Cool, cool. Kinda. And um if it were to be on a podcast network, which podcast network would it be on? Mm.
3: What if I said Earwolf? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, let me think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what's what's a creative?
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. So revealing. Yeah. Yeah. Um if it were to have a format, what would the format be? Oh, okay.
3: So like, okay. So hear me out. Okay. Okay. okay cool. So cool, there's cool. this, like, there's these questions there's like an article in the New York Times where, um, it like they're, are questions that lead to love mm-hmm. this like author or this mm-hmm. writer claims. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, Oh, what it like, I'm like, what if we have a podcast where I do that to
2: people? Uh
3: huh. And then like, I ask them those questions and then like by the end of it, like we're in love with each other. Wow. Yeah. So maybe um, that.
2: If you were to introduce a couple who's on this week's episode of Honey. Oh. Um who would they be? Um hmm. Alex and Deborah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Alex
3: so and Deborah. Revealing. We all know them as Alex and Deborah. <laughs> Alex Fernie and
2: Deborah Tarika. I'm in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a serious committed relationship. <laughs> Uh, listen to let's fall in love with Naomi Via. Yeah. yeah and listen to honey listen you to my are episode to honey. you are <laughs> continue
3: to don't stop it and then go <laughs> do something else listen to my podcast later but finish this episode first totally and listen to my episode of honey where I, uh, Matt reveals to uh, Julie's audience that I uh, locked him out of our bedroom and turned off the Wi-Fi which many people have approached me about I bring that up all the time
2: <laughs> harsh Okay, here right. we go. Bye. Honey, 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 come
3: home Cause we've got things to talk about I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, honey,
2: honey, come on. Cause I think we can work it out No, oh, this is me. This is me and I sound good. Cool. And how about you?
1: My turn to shine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My time to shine. <laughs> Forgive me. Can I start over? <laughs> Um, Is that good, distance and everything? we all sound good. Have a good sniffle in there, I'll try not to slurp my tea too much, but I probably will.
2: (laughs) Um, Okay, Alex and Deb and Scout. Yes. Welcome to Honey. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm excited to have you guys, and you have promised me that you'll be boring. We're very boring. We're pretty boring. Good, because I've had a string of pretty juicy ones.
1: Listeners, you can
0: Perfect. just relax. This is a nice. Yeah, do on, something you, else while this is
1: on. If you yeah. want to, like, use this to fall asleep to at night. That's we will probably maybe give you good dreams. Yeah. this yeah. is
2: not going to get you through like rush hour. No. On no. the ten. Mm-hmm. No, this might get you but, through like cleaning
1: your toilet though. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think. Um, so you guys are married. Yes. That's right. How long have you been married, and how long have you been
1: together? Um, we've been together for nine years mm-hmm. and married for a year and a half? About a year and a half,
0: yeah. O- October of 15.
1: Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, What do you disagree about?
1: Um. Okay, so we've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Because we, like we said, we're boring. Um, <laughs> we, we don't really fight a lot. We have never had like, a blowout fight where, like, somebody's like stormed out of the room or left yeah. the house. Like, it's we've never Mm-mm. had, we've n- nothing like that. But no. so, how do
2: you define a fight? Because, p- f- very like, one of the first episodes I recorded, my friend was like, We're happy to do it. Here's the thing. We don't fight, though. We have had disagreements, sometimes about little things, sometimes about big things. And I'm like, well, I would call it the disagreement (laughs) about the big thing a fight.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure, like, because, like, I don't run very hot in general. um, And I don't think you do either. Um, And so, like, our disagreements will often be, not always, but often will be somewhat robotic. Uh Of, like, you know, even pay stuff of, like, uh, Deborah, I... Don't want to nag you, but uh, let's just dry off the knives and put them back in the knife block so that they don't get dull. And yeah. they were going, Yes. Uh, the, the way it's you, you mentioned it's that truly before. Like... Uh, I'll try to remember to do that. And then we just and never we speak it, it again. Yeah, like,
1: I think we had, like, when we first moved in. I think I, I was a little bit worried about, like, would things change? Like, would we start fighting over, like, nitpicky things? And then... So
2: how long have you lived
1: together? For, like, six years now? Um
0: Yeah, that's... It was, I think I we're think right so. about six yeah, years. Yeah, I always forget when exactly we moved in together.
1: Um I always remember. That's what we fight. <laughs> we don't even care. Like, I think we just don't care enough. Like, if, if I say we've been married for two and a half years, and Alex says two years, like, God, no one cares. Cause yeah. I don't... It's not... We, I've never been like, what? You don't remember our anniversary or he? Uh, but because it, it doesn't matter. And, and we're and we're pretty good about
0: saying, hey, this matters to me. Mm. I think, yeah. Would that, you agree?
1: And I think that's the thing. Like when we moved in together, like it was it was very much that, that the knife thing is like the perfect example for us or like- Because
0: I'm just furious about it at all times and I have to push it down, you know, deep. I'm trying to think of a time
1: where like I said it to you, but I can only think of like another time where like, excuse me, like um when you like coming home from work and I had been home um, and me like wanting to like talk immediately and you just saying like, oh, I need a few minutes when I get home and me going, oh, okay, great. Because it's not, I, that doesn't hurt my feelings. What hurts my feelings is- if he talks to me and then resents it, mm-hmm. you know, if he, if we, yeah. like, if if he gives in to that and doesn't tell me how he feels in that moment, then like, then I find out later, then I feel like I've been deceived in some way, or like you've been building up something, but by just saying that, I'm like, oh, that's not me. That's not a me thing. That's a yeah. you, that's an Alex thing. Mm-hmm.
2: But this is you guys are already. You've said so many things that I'm either like, well, I would whatever and I do run hot so I would probably be like "Mm," and know that I shouldn't get upset about it but uh, and then I don't know you guys seem so able to like separate it I think a lot of people are like well he doesn't want to talk to me right when I get home like he doesn't care about me or he didn't miss me or whatever and it's so hard to like not extrapolate things that should yeah. not be extrapolated,
1: <laughs> and it's not. I mean, I don't think, and you know, time makes those things much yeah. easier. I'm yes. sure the very first time that he said that to me, I was like, oh, no, I remember that. It was Okay, a, yeah,
0: because I'd been working. It was the it was the the first TV show I ever worked on, and it was you know long hours. Um, and uh, I would come home, and I remember that conversation. I remember it being like, hey, this is gonna be, like, being like, oh, this feels weird to say. I hope this doesn't hurt her feelings. This feels like kind of hard to say um but then it wasn't you know then yeah. it was just sort of like well i'm not re- like I, I and it wasn't aggressive it wasn't like shut up i'll be in the back no <laughs> <laughs> you know it was just sort of like hey, i need like cuz it's i'm i'm super stressed so i need to just before like we catch up i just need to decompress for a little bit um and i was like oh yeah okay great and then we just had a brief conversation about and moved on um but i do remember being like is this going to be a shitty conversation mm-hmm. to have um
2: but probably that thought is what made it not a shitty yeah. conversation <laughs>
1: yeah um just just a quick check is scout's microphone picking up her, her crunching <laughs> <laughs> if that if that's too loud scout, we can take, take yeah. her food away food too. time listen it's all gonna be fine i'll
2: just i'm gonna tell the listeners there's a very sweet dog
1: uh, oh, oh I, feel, I feel like i was gonna say scout ruined it scout ruined everything <laughs> um Oh yeah, but the the building up, like the more we let things build up, and I think it, like I, that the worse is, potential it has. So I, I feel like we've been pretty good yeah. about that. I I think I also like we are really patient with each other, and that that was also something we had to work on. But we process so differently i'm very external i have to process mm-hmm. everything externally and talk everything out and alex does everything internally yeah. and that was something we had to like learn about each other i think and kind of find a balance there because I, I i can't do everything out loud and he can't do everything internal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Those what was
2: things. it like when did you realize that that's what was happening
0: <laughs> i don't know i think like from the get-go we kind of got there fast. Like I, I remember we were just talking about this the other day. Um, I do remember early on um, and you were kind of saying this jokingly, but like I had kind of, I, I need a lot of like uh quiet downtime and I, I just need a lot of time where like I'm, I'm just like thinking or, or, or I, I often need time where I'm alone and early on in dating, like not far into it. I remember saying just so you know, there are times where like I need to be alone and I'm going to go, home and that's just sort of the way my brain works and i know you were saying that that made you think that i almost like prepped you for something bad i mean like, was-
1: totally i thought it was gonna be that he would like vanish for days and i and like he prepped me so it's okay like, i accidentally and maybe I-
0: really set myself up not to fail on that one
1: because <laughs> it's funny because like i like being alone too we both really value our alone time and um probably you more than me but uh, or i'm like a little bit more flexible with that but i think um, knowing that and maybe it was I just dated shitty people or something, but I Probably really it. when he <laughs> anybody wa- get, like warning you in advance means it it feels like it's gonna be a bigger deal. So I really expected Alex to just be like, okay, I, I gotta go for like a day, let's not talk for a day or like something where it was like we wouldn't communicate, but we never if if that happened, which I think it did because it was just you being you, I never even noticed it. Because it was uh, like, of course we would spend like a night apart or a couple nights apart. But that also had, I also had,
0: had like other people I had dated that that was like, if I was like, no, I'm going to go home tonight. And that was like, a, what? <laughs> like, why? You know, like uh-huh. we're going to have a now something's wrong. Uh-huh. That was <laughs> yeah uh, the uh, sort of assumption. And so like, I think that probably was what that was of like, no, there will be nothing wrong. It's just like, I need to be alone.
2: Yeah, I think that it's like what whatever that step is in between here's what's going on and then when somebody makes the leap to something's wrong. That yeah. can that's that's tough. Yeah. That's and that's also why I think I've been thinking a lot recently about how the way that couples who are like married or, like, just for sure not breaking up, fight is so different from couples who are kind of like figuring out if they're going to stay together. Yeah. Or is this
0: going to be the end yeah. of it? You know, like, yeah. it, when, when that goes away. Right. That fundamentally changes a lot of times how I think you interact. You know what I mean? Like, the assumption yeah. that, like, you know, even before I think we were officially, you know, it's not the signing of the marriage document or whatever, but. Just new. Yeah. Just yeah. Sort of like then sort of being like, yeah, this might not work out. So, like, sure. We. Maybe this knife block thing <laughs> is what does it, you yeah. know? But now I think we're probably not going to get divorced because a couple times we didn't dry off the knives, yeah. right, you know, like right. that's prob that 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 is yeah. a grounding force. And
2: also, you know, if you're constantly evaluating your relationship and and what's going on with the other person, you're like, well, like this is like this is how he feels about the knife block. Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is that gonna, does that? you know, represent other things? Am I going to, yeah, so I think that, that is something wrong. Question Mm -hmm. is, everyone just assume nothing is wrong. How about that? Yeah, it is. Like,
0: (laughs) I don't know where, how I, they will never get you in trouble. (laughs) Just assume everything's good. Keep moving forward.
1: No bad can come of that. When we were talking before, we were trying to figure out like a big, a big fight if we had one. And like, because I, I don't know why we I mean I guess the not assuming things are wrong. I'm sure I did that at some point because I feel like that is such a natural instinct. But like I feel like the closest argument we've ever had or fight to you walking out or you yeah. wanting to, threatening to leave <laughs> is the <laughs> Dumbest I, did I did threaten to the leave over this. dumbest thing ever. And this was early. And we talked about this in our wedding vows, yeah. too. I brought it up in our wedding vows. Um, I don't like people touching my belly button. <laughs> there's, nothing,
0: <laughs> there's nothing I can think of that's worse. Uh, and I don't remember exactly. I think you might have thought it was like a cute, like, hey, don't tickle me thing. And it's not. It's <laughs> don't. Don't. I remember
1: we were in my living room at my yep. old place and it came up somehow. I remember just like looking out the window going like w- after we had like really like gotten into it and I was like should I touch it? <laughs> <laughs> just really wanting to put like oh. I mean it's everything you learn in every improv scene everything you learn in everywhere of like all he said <laughs> I just want to put my thumb in his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like I because I remember
0: going like I remember seeing what was happening. I, I like and this was again eight years ago or whatever. Um, but like I remember being like she she I think she thinks this is fun. I don't think even talking about belly buttons and putting finger in now, like I'm physically uncomfortable. I I don't know why. I don't know what happened to me as a baby, something.
2: And I will admit I'm like I'm like, should I touch his belly yeah, button? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: and de- de- then yes. try
1: it. I would love to yeah. see what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally said, if you
0: do this I'm going home. (laughs) Like, I will leave tonight.
1: I will go home right now. And I don't even think... I mean, obviously, that wouldn't have caused a breakup or anything, but it was like... you never did. No, I never did. did. That's good. It was just a (laughs) pure boundary conversation, really. And like, that... I mean, it probably was
0: that. It probably was, as, as much as that's like a weird thing of me, but it probably was like one of those human like coded even yeah. we didn't know we were having a boundary conversation yeah. being like i need to know that i can trust if i say don't touch my belly button yeah. that you <laughs> won't do yeah, it yeah, yeah. because that's going to extrapolate up you yeah. know like i think yeah. probably some lizard brain element of it of just how humans interact was probably doing that being like if in this case when i say don't do this and then you go ahead and do it then yeah. i'm going to go like i don't know like what that matters yeah, yeah. will that happen
1: yeah so oh boy so I never have but I did I in my vows I promised I would never touch his That's belly right. button and I'm gonna stick to that
2: <laughs> did you explain even... it or were you just like I promise oh no no, <laughs> no explanation
1: no explanation people can glean what they want from that but it does feel like uh, now just talking about it again it feels like um, like the ribbon around your neck like if I like yeah. in that old my ghost story if I off. like pull, yeah. Yeah. pull off that ribbon like yeah. what happens if I push his belly button <laughs> yeah. I mean push that sounds horrible <laughs> see I'm not gonna do I it I
0: turn back into a witch and I leave the house
2: and. <laughs> I blame part of this fight on people who think they're being cute and they're like no like you don't I have a thing about my ears yeah. or something? Yeah. but really? they actually
1: don't yeah mm-hmm. but also like I do think <laughs> we never like there are so few times that I can remember where we have really gone like I don't like this like yeah. where mm-hmm. we've had to really do that and so I guess I you listen to yeah. each other, or, like because we cared about each other cared mm-hmm. We carried past <laughs> tense about each other. <laughs> we got married, so. And now you're stuck. Yep. <laughs>
2: um, so, uh, yeah, you just, it seems like you're just both easygoing.
0: Pretty low-key. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we're both pretty low-key.
1: And adaptable. Because mm-hmm. I think that it is so easy to go like, oh, everything has always been. The easiest mm. for us, and I'm sure there were little things. Of course, there are little things along the way. That's insane for two people. Any two people, roommates have to have that adjustment period. Yeah. But it was like we're both, yeah, we're both pretty easy. The and the most of the time, if I know, like the knife thing is so stupid, but that's something that was important enough for Alex to say to me about like drying the fucking knives. Can we curse? Does matter? Oh yeah, curse away, <laughs> Can curse <I> away. Curse? <laughs> um, but like. That was important enough for him to say to me, and so I'm gonna respect that. It's not that we have a list every day of things that we need each other to do. So like, and if there's something, likewise, I, I'm sure, I know there's stuff. I'm I'm much more difficult than you are in I'm so sure there's ways. stuff
0: that when you do, I go, oh, there's that thing again. You know, but like, I can't think
1: of it now. Yeah. So it's all like very yeah.
0: small little that's things. A, that's
1: a great, you can't think of it now. Yeah, that's- yeah. but then we just try and do it. Mm-hmm. Because why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't I try and make him happy if there's something he's asking me that he that I can do that would not make him happy? I mean, those knives really make him happy.
2: But mm-hmm. why wouldn't I
1: d- go out of my way to make the yeah. person I love the most?
2: Well, I think so. Every time I'm like, I think a lot of people do this, I'm like talking about myself.
1: <laughs>
2: I... <laughs> um, uh, and again, this is also probably like the difference between figuring out if you're going to stay together and knowing you're going to stay together there's some anxiety of like, well, if I change myself for this person, what if I change in a way I didn't want to change, or if I yeah. start doing, if I'm too adaptable? And, and is then, that yeah. sincere? Yeah, I think
0: that's always like, well, if I change for this person, like, but did I like, or did I slap a coat of paint on, and then in 20 years I'm going to go, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to be shitty second act of American Beauty, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that, like yeah. that. I, I, I think is a real concern you know like you have to go like because it, it's i know for me outside of relationship stuff too i'm constantly trying to sort of pick apart like what am i doing and why and is it real right like like is that a real where does that come from mm-hmm. um do i really believe that or is it something i think it's one of the ways that i i why i don't run hot is because when i do get upset about something like the first thing i start going is like why mm-hmm. why am i upset about this and often it's cause like, Oh, I'm upset about this because I'm stressed about this other unrelated thing. Or mm-hmm. I'm I'm I I'm, I'm I'm upset about this beca- because I'm tired. Like I can nor I can often pick it apart in that way. And I I think that is something that can be kind of like tough to navigate because on one side of it you, you doubt everything you do and on the other side you just blindly bluster into everything you right. do. And that's like that's a tough pendulum to sort of mm-hmm. get to the right mark. Yeah. Deborah?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So down for a second, <laughs> 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 yeah, but, <laughs> but I do think you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, I think like, but I think we both approach that. I think uh, like, I I do. I'm very similar. Like it, I get mad, but I'm not. I, I like neither of us at our cores are like fiery in that way. I kind of wa I mean, I would do always wonder like what it would be if if we had those huge blowout fights or if we had or if yeah. like i did like scream at people on the street mm-hmm. or whatever you know mm-hmm. like i always think about like the next time somebody whistles at me while i'm walking down the street i'm going to scream at them and go up to their window and be like no fuck you or whatever no yeah. i yeah. get mad i get sad <laughs> i get sad and then i keep walking and i keep you know so like i think that's
0: when i get mad i become like in my 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 version of intolerably mad is like super unpleasant it's just so much of like are you happy with what you've done <laughs> like like and i'll do that to strangers sometimes yeah. And being like what are you doing it's embarrassing you're embarrassing yourself like it's not even it doesn't boil over it just goes me going like well you know what that was it. you you're a very stupid person
1: <laughs> i think too like just like we both made a conscious choice not through a discussion or anything but just like through, I, through whatever You've never done that to me There's never been a time mm. where Alex has made me feel small Or per- purposefully Of course we've done that to each other mm. Where we've probably sure. like m- m- like Been shitty to each other without realizing it But like I've never There's never been a, a moment where I feel like He's like doing like turning that on me Or, or condescending me to, to win an argument Or yeah. something like or, that
0: Or I'm so good at gaslighting That you don't <laughs> know <laughs> So that, that's the other possibility. He's I, we doing should it. talk about all
1: options. But we don't like, we don't, whatever external anger stuff is getting to us, I feel like we do, a whole, I think, a, a good job yeah. of like talking to each other about it and not putting it on each other. And Deborah mm-hmm.
0: said before, and this is true about her, of like, you're angry is sad. Yeah. So like, I don't, I, I can't even fathom what that would look like to come at me like actually what how we normally like would think of angry. Yeah. But uh-huh. I, I know like when it, it's upset, that comes out in sad. Yeah. Right. Um, to me
2: this is also good gaslighting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So, yeah. You don't Slow want me to guilt. be
2: sad, do yeah. you? <laughs> 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 do
1: you know how much tissues cost? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but like that I think it probably affects our relationship too, right? Like I think if because because that, that is it's so it's so hard to get defensive around sad. Yeah. Right. Like I can't. I don't. I'm. I'm. I don't have this thought out. But like, when someone's angry, when someone comes at you, that instinct is shields up. Fuck off. You yeah. know, like like in some version of it, it's like no way. Like you know, like you have to push back on that. Yeah. But when faced with someone you love or so- someone you care about, expressing it through sadness or 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 or, or in yeah. that way, that that's that. I don't know if the shields should come down. Shields come down for that, right? Yeah. Like and so it's a it's a very different dynamic I think.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's true. I think like like in that whatever in the in the lizard brain when mm-hmm. you see a sad person, the shield comes down. Yeah. But sometimes if I think about it too much, I will get mad because I'm especially if someone seems to just want to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it, it it can be a, a sad person can be aggressive if you know they're kind of you know demanding something from you with their totally. sadness or whatever.
0: Yeah, and I think I think we know people like this who like where their their sadness is like feels reflected in in other people's happiness, right? Like that's that's a very aggressive mm, version yeah. of that where yeah. you feel like oh, like it's almost like that the the sadness corrupts around that and mm. that that feels sometimes you know very toxic yeah Um. I, I don't feel yeah. like I've ever been in a relationship with someone like that but I, I certainly have known people like that mm-hmm. and and that is that is a aggressive yeah emotional thing
1: and I wish I could get angry and it's a different like when I'm like sad for real it's it's a different sad than like like I'm you know when it's angry sad when I'm sad oh yeah like yeah. it's it's very like clearly different yes. it's just me not being able to handle confrontation or handle things so it just turns into sadness it's a it's a really weird specific way that I think is pretty clear when it's happening but it is like
2: I get it maybe you're you're kind of like at a at a loss yeah, you it's it's frustration. Yeah, yeah. It's just
1: how it manifests in me, and it's I I wish I could yell at somebody. I wish I could yeah. be in a confrontation where I didn't feel tears springing up because wow. it. I feel like it's a weakness in a lot of ways, like because I don't. I wish I could get angry instead of yeah the the, the sadness because it. Yeah, it's it's just. But, so is it sadness or is it tears? It's um, it's both because it's also like a weird. It turns into a weird. not empathy, but like I get like election stuff. If I'm like super s- angry about something, it starts to translate into why are people like this? And I start to get upset about like, why is the world like this? How can people treat each other this way? Uh-huh. So it turns into something different in a way. Yeah. And and I think that's just the way my brain can process and ultimately deal with something because mm-hmm. anger gets me nowhere. Um, I, I And I don't accomplish anything with the sadness either necessarily, but. Yeah. Um, oh,
2: I really, and so, now I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? It's so comfortable for me to just stop at, like, those people are racist, entitled
1: assholes. Yeah. And I can just mm-hmm.
2: pull up and park there, and, and that <laughs> is I, I makes sense mind. to me. <laughs> but,
1: like, I, it's, it's hard, though, because, like, it doesn't, but it doesn't make sense, right? We can pull up and park there, but it doesn't. For me, at least, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, but why? What is their deal? Like, what, it makes me want. I can't find, I don't know the right words for this It's probably because
2: you are empathetic. So maybe you're like also assuming that they are empathetic. Whereas I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I think they're stupid. So I don't care about them, which is like
1: exactly my complaint (laughs) about their behavior. (laughs) It's not that I'm giving them the (laughs) benefit of the doubt or anything like that. It's not like I'm going, well, maybe they had tough child. I don't, I don't care. Like I do get, I get mad. Yeah. And somehow I think it just turns into like, why is why is the world? Why is the world? <laughs> Why is the world? Okay, so something is
2: fascinating me. We can cut this out if you don't wanna share Scout secrets on the internet. Mm-hmm. Ah. But to me, it's amazing that you guys are both so like non- non-reactive, like even when we've been talking now about like having an emotional reaction or like mm-hmm. what makes you yell, <laughs> and the dog is like so reactive. Oh, yeah. And you're—it's like you're almost like taking care of this little creature that is behaves in a way that you can never—that you could never. <laughs> that we can talk about
1: Scout. Yeah. She's a
0: so yeah we we have two dogs and the dog that's here right now is scout and she's a she's a rescue that a friend of ours rescued, and then we took from the friend and she's very damaged um uh, lives a very uh, uh fear oriented life yes um uh, which I suppose we probably could have done a better job of trying to get over but I don't know how
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've tried. Well, she's medicated she's, she's a medicated dog <laughs> She's on two different types of anxiety mm-hmm. medications And it helps a little bit She shakes a
0: lot at uh, 3 o'clock every day on the nose We don't know why We have not been able to figure out how she knows
1: It's so uh, weird It doesn't
0: matter It's not with the sun Because it's 3 o'clock No matter where the sun is in the day uh, She starts shaking And it's terribly. from before
1: when she was medicated uh,
0: uh, yeah. yeah
1: It's one of the reasons we started Because we were like This isn't like based on anything So yeah. it's just We need to help her um it's funny because i didn't re i don't like she's just kind of being her normal self right now with the running around the room but she's definitely we did start picking like especially post-election time alex was gone for two months yeah um shooting a movie in vancouver for october and november and his the their relationship scout and alex's relationship is <laughs> i don't i wouldn't even want that much love from him it <laughs> it is if he treated me the way he treats our dog I would then be the one that goes I need a weekend away like (laughs) It's, they're disgusting she, a lot of times she likes
0: to sit on my chest and uh, put her paws on my shoulders and just stare at my face and it's great
1: they're more in love than he and I will ever be
0: when I went to Vancouver for this movie we talked about this I was like uh, I was nervous about going to Vancouver and skeptical like that was the long as we'd ever been away from each other Debra and I um, and it was very hard but you know we talked about how I was like more worried about being away from the dogs <laughs> being away from Scout and we were worried was, like, about Debra, how she
1: would do yeah, too because
0: Debra and I will talk we'll talk on the phone, and you know, but like I was like, ah, "Will Scout forget me?" <laughs> like yeah. I was really worried she did. about coming back. She did <laughs> forget forgot. me. No, <laughs> <laughs> but she's right like, now just by the way sitting on the back of a couch, peeping out the window like a like a sad, weird spinster
1: w- watching people <laughs> walk by her house. But she like, but like po- post election stuff. Like yeah. there was a dark cloud over this house, over all of our houses. I'm sure many of our houses, and like it definitely, we realized it was starting to like affect her more than our other dog pony he's 11 he's chill he's doing his own thing he's he's... (laughs) a big Trump guy (laughs) (laughs) but like scout definitely like feeds off our energy in a huge way and we do find that if we're starting to like go down into like a place that like not uh, not on a like a daily basis or anything but if there's like prolonged sadness like that like post-election stuff that it's something that we have to like kind of turn that around a little bit because She's feeling it because she was getting she was getting depressed yeah. I think and we'd also try not to Anthropomorphize her too much even though we do I mean, to a disgusting degree. Yeah, we do
2: But It's whatever it's exactly what we we're talking about with the even How if someone comes at you angry you say fuck you not because you're a person because like you're a mammal and Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um but uh, my 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 initial hypothesis How long have you
1: had Scott? Maybe like four, four years, years Okay.
2: Well my initial hypothesis was that you were like Living out your fantasies of being Crazy <laughs> reactive people Through this dog but now do you think Because you're like if you obviously she would freak Out if you started yelling at each other Yeah, yeah oh, she, she would gets... run
0: over if uh, uh, I mean we did a bad job training this Dog as well but the, the uh, <laughs> Like she will If we are like playing around or something or like, even sometimes we'll just like hug and she'll like run over and jump up on us um like she like when, there she is mailman's here we held hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um see that's about the extent of our training is <laughs> one
1: sharp scout and then she does what she
0: wants and we go yeah that's not
1: true we're not good at training no though. but we're not get in your bed
0: we see you
2: You know, I have to say, she's not, she's, my dog is similarly behaved, and I'm, do do I need to, does she have problems, and I just think she's an amazing, perfect dog?
1: (laughs) No, I think um, the comparison, like, Pony, our dog is just like, he barks, but he's he's a barky breed, he's a schnauzer, (laughs) Um, but like, she, if you spent prolonged amounts of time with her, you'd you'd start to see it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah. She's a sweepy. And um, she's got her little bandage right now. <laughs> yeah. But I do think like, I, I think her... Oh. There she is. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> she doesn't
0: like being picked up, but she wants to be picked up.
1: <laughs>
2: there she goes. Hi guys, we're taking a quick break for me to tell you that this episode of Honey is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon makes super comfortable men's basics. Underwear, socks, t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants, athletic shorts, comfy clothes. They got all of it. I got sweatpants for myself. They fit me nicely i'm not even a man um i also bought my roommate david some underwear and he loves them he says they're so comfortable they fit amazing shopping on the website was so easy if you don't like your underwear they'll refund you and you can keep it it's just they're the best it's such an easy uh, smooth shopping experience you deserve to be comfortable you deserve to have comfortable underwear Your husbands, boyfriends, partners, and gay roommates deserve to have comfortable underwear, so buy it for them if you need to. Um, You deserve to not have to pay a million dollars for comfortable underwear. Mack Weldon is super reasonably priced, and you can get an additional 20% off using the promo code HONEY. Go to MackWeldon.com, use the promo code HONEY, and get 20% off. Show them some love. They brought you this episode of HONEY, and they're awesome.
1: But no, so no. it seems like Shut that's up. a
2: pretty powerful motivator to keep your cool if you're going to have a crazy dog if you don't. I think so. Yeah. I
1: think like, yeah. And. Yeah, I don't know. I think she we all feed off each other's energy, yeah. of course, too, because yeah. when she's sad, when when she's <laughs> sad, it makes us sad. And like her little she's got a little bandage on her paw right now. She had to get it,
0: early on. She had a, a a thing called cherry eye. Oh, Yeah. It's just very gross and awful. And she had it in both <laughs> eyes. And so, awful. like, it's when that little, like, gland that's in the corner of your eye comes out from your eyelid. So it looks like you have this, like, Cronenbergian horror trying to burst out <laughs> of your face. And <clears throat> she had it in both eyes. And we took her in the dog. They're like, well, it doesn't hurt, but these are pretty big and they can get bigger. And eventually, if she claws at it because it's blocking part of her vision, it can be a real problem. So we had to get that uh, fixed. And so they basically, she had to be in a cone for. A long time, yeah, Uh, and they more or less kind of like stitched her eyes partially shut.
1: It was the saddest, and it was the most
0: pathetic thing I've ever (laughs) seen in my. I mean, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen because it was just like the it this little rat with her eyes <laughs> sewn shut being like not understanding why on a ton of painkillers just Aww. like rolling around <laughs> it
1: was so uh, sad.
0: and that like really was like that, w- and that wasn't that far into it too and like I think that sort of cemented something of like oh this is a thing that needs to be saved
1: and even I think like that is a good example of, of how we do things too because like that, it was a really expensive surgery. Yeah. I'm not bragging, yeah. but like I'm kind of bragging. A little bit. Um, but like there was, it we was didn't a even. It was dumb amount of money to spend was, on the yeah, dog. Yeah, and like inst- we never even like sat down to go like, do we want to take a vacation to Europe? Or do we want to help our, do-? it was never even a discussion. We were just both on the same page about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like little things like that, like I, I think we've, I think a lot of it is luck with us of how Probably. we there's never there's never been anything that we haven't been able to like, even when we got, when we were getting married and we were like, we should have a bank account together. And we were like, do you want to be at my bank at B of A or do we want to go to Chase or whatever? And I was like, I don't know, let's do B of A. And he was like, okay. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't the things that, I don't know, it's all about money now all of a sudden, but. Yeah, it's all about money. It's all about money. <laughs> the thing about relationships, is all about money. <laughs>
0: And like, we get like, I think probably like, I know like, we, we talked about talking about this, but like, frustration will get me, you know, like, that's the closest, like, when I do get angry, it's always frustration. It's rarely like in this house or, or involving Deborah, but like, that, that's where it is. Like, we've gotten, in, we have gotten into arguments and, in basically like, we, we play Dungeons and Dragons with people. It's mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm. um And we've gotten into, Legit fights, yeah. During Dungeons and Dragons, I've cried, yeah. 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 I've made Deborah cry during Dungeons and
1: Dragons, yeah. I can't do math, yeah. I think it was truly the math stuff. <laughs> I think probably the math, yeah.
2: the math made you cry. The, the, no, the, his
1: frustration with oh. me taking time trying to subtract <laughs> or uh, trying to add yeah. or subtract um, would, or, or me needing to ask somebody for help. Uh, I'm I'm comfortable with that, <laughs> um, yeah. like those little things. How and then, how much math do you have to do in Dungeons and Dragons? Not a lot. It depends on the.
0: It depends on the edition, actually. All right. So like in fourth edition, there's a ton of math. But now in fifth Fifth edition, edition we don't even find as much. (laughs) They've really simplified it down where you don't have to do a lot of math. Uh, But there is like you roll a die and then you add these bonuses and then you do this. But then what about this? Uh,
1: And so there are times
0: when it's a bunch of that sort of stuff uh, and like obscure
1: rules. Um, It's always with experience points or money, I feel like. (laughs) Maybe. In Dungeons and Dragons, are in real life. I hate you so much.
2: (laughs) The fights in Dungeons and Dragons are about experience points, money, and damage. Are
0: you kidding me?
1: (laughs) That's
2: that's what people's real life fights are about. Uh
1: (laughs) It is, and I feel like it just yeah, like it would come out in that weird way, and you would get frustrated. And sometimes it's like I think the times where it like where it would really deeply affect us is where i was already frustrated with myself where i'm like why can't i do this math this is a whole other podcast about my learning disabilities (laughs) if we really want to talk about it but um like i'm already frustrated with myself i already feel like i'm holding up the group because i'm like have to like write out adding and subtracting or whatever, this and then theme does
2: not sound fun.
1: Oh, it's, it's, so, it's so fun! <laughs> so, it's so try, fun. You gotta try fifth edition. Yeah, okay. it's so okay. it is so fun. This is these were such minor minor parts, but it's I think it's already a sensitivity that I have that uh-huh. I take a little bit longer to like read an article or to do math or whatever, and um somebody being impatient. I, with that kind of stuff takes me back to like junior high when teachers were mean uh-huh, to me totally. things like that probably since we're talking it out like um, so I think it's already a sensitivity and then uh, an Im- impatience from the person who should have the most patience with me was all like I think yeah. always stung a little bit more like if Berg had Been mad at me for that I've been like You would have just said Fuck you you." Yeah yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean I do get angry Yeah Yeah Yeah. But then But it was never like That stuff was never anything Where we needed to like Go into the other room And talk it out And say what is this really Mm. It was really about Me adding and subtracting Like it was not And frequently
0: within a day We are joking about about hey remember when we got into a fucking fight over dungeons and dragons in front of multiple other people pretending to be elves and dwarves (laughs) (laughs) like like you know like i think that is frequently like that stuff becomes for the most part something that we can pretty quickly talk about like once it's been once it's done uh i i think we don't really let stuff fester right
1: i realize that that might be our mo too like on (laughs) I wasn't ready to talk about it then, but I'll talk about it now on Saturday night we were walking up some stairs to a restaurant mm-hmm. and I fell <laughs> up seemingly four minutes
2: <laughs> it,
0: was, it was the slowest fall in the world. It
1: was just the two of us I have I can't I don't physically understand what happened and why. I tripped. I tried to catch myself, couldn't catch well, you're myself. We were also going fast. Falling. You're doing like
0: sort of like a high knee speed up the steps. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I like couldn't catch myself. It was the slowest fall, and it ended with me just like calmly sitting. That's how the fall <laughs> ended is me yeah. like sitting facing Alex. But it like kind of hurt, and it was very embarrassing. And, he and she
0: somehow, in the fall, going up these stairs to get Shabu Shabu, started falling forward, and in the process, Swung fully around so she was facing backwards from where she was. And if I had to describe it, it looked like, like she just decided to recline on the it, stairs. It was Like so casually and comfortably.
1: But, but in that moment, Alex already... I mean, we've been together long enough where he knows what most of those situations I've are. I've seen Deborah fall many times. Yeah. So it's not so <laughs> rare. But like, I think you even ask, like, can I make fun of you yet? And I went, no. And then he didn't. And yeah. then we waited a good 24 hours and then I was ready to talk about mm. it yesterday and I brought it up and like now I can laugh out, it, now it's fun but in that moment if he had started making fun of me I would have burst into tears it was that little kid that reaction that is actually happened,
0: like, happened at the Hollywood Bowl too when you slipped on that sand and fell <laughs> like that was a
1: different fall because it
0: was as if we cut frames out it was Deborah was up and then she slowly slid down yeah. and just, just started going and then was on her butt Uh it was
1: so it was like somebody had sprinkled sand on the downward slope <laughs> it was like slope. a very
0: fine and it felt like to sugar. Yeah, it was like someone put sugar as a trap and never walked right into it.
1: <laughs> and I it was so embarrassed. It I think it's I think maybe that's how we operate a little bit is like because that's com- in that moment I could I'm so embarrassed and minorly hurt. <laughs> I have an eyelash in my eye. <laughs> I'm just uh, winking at you
2: <laughs> I'm like, am I embarrassed uh, but I'm like I'm so in that
1: like it's I, it's so hot in that moment and if and it, the, it's the same thing with a fight or with a disagreement like if we keep poking at that thing in that moment it's gonna turn into something awful that's not real That's mm-hmm. not doesn't feel like a real fight mm-hmm. but if we let it cool for like a minute even you know if we Be let it, it it's always better for us to just let that breathe and then however much longer later go check check in about it mm-hmm. even if it's it's about each other it's still checking in about it going are we ready to talk about this are we ready to deal with this okay cool and it
0: was super funny she was almost <laughs> at the top of the stairs i think that was part of what made it funny too was like she'd gone up a good number of stairs and she said and you know what it's like when they like spike the football at the two yard line uh-huh. <laughs> like that that's well, she's just like, Certain, I'm no, I, think, I think you went, I'm not going to fall down these stairs. I tried so uh, But
1: I knew, I think I knew so quickly I was. And I was just like, <laughs> how do I want to do this? But you would never have brought that up. If I hadn't brought this up right now, you would never have I brought this brought up. up no. you, you would bring up the Hollywood Bowl freely because it's been about We've a year. We've talked yeah. It's been long enough. Yeah, yeah. And it's come up in like with people.
0: leaving. It was just us surrounded by baby boomers living in an, EL, leaving an ELO show. And me <laughs> <falls>. Alex,
1: Alex <laughs> on one side, talking on the other. And I just went there she was. It was <laughs> like but she was of just course gone. the Hollywood Bowl, there was a trap laid for
2: you. Yes. Was laid for there was me. none of this cockiness of running up no. the stairs. Oh, that was just was someone d- sprinkling vibe. baking you sugar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this I'm starting to You guys I have real problems I'm gonna have to My boss walked Into a street sign And I sounds, Immediately started Making fun of him And then I was like Oh what am I What am I doing I can't make fun of My boss <laughs> For walking Into a street sign Then he was like No it's funny We can laugh about this Right away But I was Why do I go there I should say That's Oh my sick. god Are you the okay reaction.
1: That's so normal <laughs> we When, saw when
0: someone falls What I do is I cover my mouth <laughs> yeah. like, a, like a Victorian lady uh, <laughs> And Part of it is sheer surprise for some reason, but also part of it is... Cover your reaction, yeah. Um, because I might be about to laugh, and it's not even always like, "Ha you're hurt." Sometimes it's just like that nervous reaction of True. like, "Are you hurt?" Oh True. no, yeah. You know, but like, so I'm trying to be like, okay, try to be blank, and like, that's when you when you fell on the stairs, I covered my mouth, yeah, um, as
1: well. You should, yeah. So we were oh, we were walking to uh, walking back from Starbucks the other day, and there was a woman like walking in the other direction, and she just like did the tripping and running thing. She didn't actually fall. Oh. <laughs> But she, uh, and we both, I think you probably reacted the same way. I was like, I cannot look at Alex right now. Yeah. I covered my mouth and looked straight ahead and just, I uh, took a deep breath. It very
0: rude to just look at a stranger uh, and just start laughing at them for sure. almost falling for half a block.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And she, like, I think she laughed too. She was with her friend or something. And like, it was just, but you can't, you know, we had to keep it in check. Yeah. But I think that's what we do for each other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
2: Um, board games are so fascinating to me because a lot of people fight about board games. Mm. But I think it just, it's like, cause why do we play board games in the first place? It's like to simulate something about life. So the it'll like represent something about life.
0: Board games to me would be much more fun if you could just like matrix style, plug your brain in and then know the rules. Cause there's yeah. never more. <laughs> chance of like a relationship ending than someone explaining a board game to someone else like that <laughs> like that is the most treacherous moment i feel like for a certain stage of relationship because mm-hmm. no one's fucking having fun the person knows how to play it just wants to play it. the person who doesn't know how to play it is, won't understand it until you play it it's like the worst feeling in the world yeah uh and like it's a good i feel like test yeah. of like okay well no you can't you can't just take wheat.
2: <laughs> you know, like. We um we confiscate the rule books from my mom. Yeah. Because she's so annoying with them. And it, it's like at some point you're just like, Well, it should probably let's just play this way. And she's like, But oh oh, she's annoying. So we my don't mom let her look at them.
0: Hates games. And she <laughs> will not play games and like as a kid, I really want to play and it was it was it killed me because all I didn't want to do is play games and like my mom would hate it. And then my aunt, her sister, uh like blatantly cheats
2: <laughs> like <laughs> just
0: is like yeah that's part of as you cheat uh and i've never been around someone like that and i was like oh when i really understood that i was like that could, i understand now why my mom won't play a game <laughs> it's because growing up she was like well you play a game with someone who straight up che- will take money from the monopoly thing as an adult as a yeah. grown woman <laughs> Jeez. uh will cheat at games uh, and i was like yeah okay that makes sense to me i guess why my mom doesn't want to play games yeah. because her base knowledge is why play a game because people just cheat yeah. and lie to you.
1: Where we were playing, what, pict- uh, Pictionary? We Whatever. It was Pictionary. a drawing. It was Pictionary. It was something like that where you and I were on a team together and she was there it and was, your mom was there. We were playing against and, Dana, and, and was Dana. there. my sister
0: was there. I remember who the, another. maybe they were all on a team.
1: Maybe, but they were all furious because we speak a language together and...
0: Well, yeah, but also it was just like they were bad at the game
1: and we so were really part good. Of it was like yeah we know
0: each other very well but also like you know a square with a triangle on the top don't be shocked when one of us goes house <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know like
0: like we know what drawings are but that was the
1: last time that was like 4 years ago or something yeah. like that that was the last time we played and they still a game bring with it up. them because they were like you you guys were too they good they felt
0: at- like that we knew each- the fact that we knew each other and didn't get into fights uh made it that we were like cheating that like yeah. that was like oh, cheating that we were able to work together yeah this
2: is so like not the i'm like there is no game that isn't like representative of people's psychological issues mm-hmm. that is so crazy oh my gosh and it's like every now listeners just think of <laughs> think of a memorable board game you've played i'm also like my my um my dad used to like never let us win at Monopoly, mm-hmm. and he would always, and he was like, he wasn't like mean. He was he was always funny about it. He always had to be the hat, and he would always wear it on his nose. <laughs> That's a good bit. <laughs> Just a distraction, <laughs> solid, though. Solid, it was a distraction. Yeah. He would clean us out. It was <laughs> that, and I'm like, yep, that that checks out. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting.
1: That's so funny.
2: And that, my parents, of course, know people who got divorced over Game of Fictionary. That's, I have you.
1: Do you have an episode with them? <laughs> I, can
2: I? I mean, I should track them down. I've <laughs> talked about it before because we. I've talked about board games before, and it's just always different. You know, some people they'll get in a fight about, um, you know, if they're partner is like fudging the rules a yep. little bit they think that can be horrible same belly button issue i think sure. it's like if you're gonna do if you're gonna fuck with the rules on at this board game what other rules are you gonna fuck yeah. with yeah um, we, yeah. did,
0: we playing that Pictionary game too. We did get into a. We almost got into a fight. It might have been eclipsed by my family being there, because I made fun of you because the, it was the the, the phrase clockwise. was counter oh. uh, was clockwise. Endeavor drew a, drew a clock that was absolutely going counterclockwise with yeah. the hours, so we couldn't get it because we we're going counterclockwise, I don't know counterclockwise, <laughs> and then she would draw the arrows, uh, and that caused that, yep. co- that 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 caused it. That Again, caused a very similar to D and D fight. It was
2: clockwise. <laughs> so you said clockwise even though you said counter-clockwise. yeah oh yeah i so, think that was part but, of it was like
0: well then that should count be like, yeah nah, i don't uh,
1: know no it's so funny because i think you got it that's the thing that's what i'm talking about is you i like, still have it in the i, I, know I you kept do. it because i
0: thought it was so funny that
1: it was backwards <laughs> but, but i could go get it that's out of the, bedroom. the language i'm talking about is like i did that and he still guessed correctly or at least in my yeah. me- my memory of it maybe that's right it's so weird but i did make fun of you for that it would
2: seem like you were cheating All, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: All of this is making me realize um, what I need to talk about in therapy is my unresolved issues with junior high and learning disabilities, because yeah. that's another thing. it's That's how my it's brain works. And D&D so when, when I'm made fun of for how my brain works, it's uh, a- extra sensitive, which will cause fights. So uh, if you started making I mean, look, fun of me for my reading speed, <laughs> I do you'd understand have a how problem. much this
0: is making it look like I'm constantly gaslighting Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Her saying "When well, I made fun of for how my brain works I, I see how this is turned uh, And I get how it will be perceived
1: So now you realize this is an intervention <laughs> yeah. Julia and I'm I have been talking about, about, about this it. And we're here to talk to you <laughs> Everyone come on yeah.
2: <laughs> I do. I think things from middle school are there. It's always gonna get you My one friend is like still friends with the girl who bullied me in middle school that's got to hurt. Oh, it, it's horrible. And I'm obviously now a grown-up and a, um, a mean person. So <laughs> I am not nice to her because I'm like, well, you were mean to me when I was 13. I don't think I have to be nice to yeah. you now. And and my friend's husband was once like, listen, like it really upsets her when you're so mean to this girl. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. She was mean to me when I was 13. <laughs> so when I see her, I'm just... Is uh, so that thirteen-year-old with like more language skills to be mean? Yeah. To her, like, it just gets you right, right yeah. back
1: there. Also, I want that to say in every bio that you have is just obviously a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> and I forget what the other part was, but it was the perfect description. Yeah. Obviously a grown-up and so mean person. Yeah. So mean. <laughs> yeah. Obviously a grown-up and a mean <laughs> person. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um oh one other thing i wanted to ask about do you think cuz we were talking about being alone and stuff are you an introvert and an extrovert or are you both introverts or
0: I'm pretty introverted um really the only time i'm i'm like very comfortable being extroverted is on stage and uh-huh. I, I i i believe that when you're on stage it's not actually you like yeah. i think you're, it's a persona no matter no matter how you buy into the stand up like i'm just spitting truth it's like it's all <laughs> it's all as much of a character as anything else um and i'm and i i, I think i know that about myself because when i'm asked to be myself like on stage or something i freeze up really bad mm. um and like that so i i think i'm probably an introvert I think, are you, what?
1: I think uh, I've think i never taken that test to say like mm-hmm. that, but I, I think I'm both. Mm-hmm. I think I'm very extroverted in a lot of ways and like very introverted in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, well, I feel
0: like being as performers, it's weird, right? Like, cause like normally when you talk about introvert, extrovert, like it's people who aren't actively going on a stage frequently going, hey, will you please love me? Right. Everyone out there, will you love me? Let me, let me yeah. do something and hope yeah. I get your approval. Yeah. And I feel like that warps it. I feel like it's almost like the introvert extrovert test has to be like, and then here's the one for people who choose to perform. Because <laughs> totally. right away, you would go like, well, then you're probably an extrovert. Probably you walk extrovert. out there and you go, okay, I get a suggestion? Look at me. I, yeah. I'm building an igloo.
2: But like the official, to <laughs> me, what why you're for sure an introvert is from what you said about like when you come home from work and needing yeah, yeah. alone. Because that's like the real definition is like how do you reach What is exhausting to you and what yeah. is not exhausting to you? But I'm like always kind of on the hunt for a functional introvert,
1: extrovert couple. <laughs> oh. That, I think that's uh, well, Scout and Alex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it might be us a little bit because I do need to you like do. talk everything yeah. out. Right, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do like alone time. I do, I, I'm happy to sit. I've actually learned... That's the other thing is where I think we're open to learning from each other. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I, um, I but it, learned how to be in silence with yeah. you. Like, that's not... My family cannot be in silence together. Um, it's really hard when we're together on vacation, when we're whatever. My family is... We are constantly talking. My sister and I, she is like... The, the queen of processing out loud and uh, like i get a lot of that from her i think and it's just how i operate his family alex's family we we will go away for a week together if i came back and had to write down every conversation i i I come back going like this was an amazing trip we had such a good time the amount of talking we do is not a lot yeah Um, and I think you adapted to me with that too, with, I think so. Yeah. I think think that's probably right.
0: I think probably like my, like need just for like quiet and, and, and ponderous thought has affected you. But then also the fact that you do need to talk stuff out has certainly made me more prone to do that. Um, because I, like before you, I just, I just wouldn't, you know, straight up would not. And I had to learn about that. So I think that probably is a. Uh, a, a thing where, like you're saying, to recharge. To recharge, mm-hmm. I need to be alone and thinking, and and otherwise I go crazy. And I think you go crazy the more you're like just alone stewing and just doing in stewing my own in thoughts. It. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you need to verbalize it, and then it's like, okay, that's wiped clean a little bit.
1: Then I can chill. Yeah. Um,
0: so like, I think those are probably pretty opposite in the way we process things. Even when we have like serious conversations about mm-hmm. things, we really mm-hmm. need to talk. Like. At this point, I think we kind of know. Deborah does most of the talking. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I have to get out everything. Like, I'll talk in circles like for like a while to get to what I'm. Yeah, and it,
0: I think, and I mean, maybe this is an unexamined element of our relationship, but I, I think, to an outsider, it would look like I'm checking out or not engaging, and it would look like a disjointed, unequal interaction. But I think, I, I, I know I'm not disengaging i know i'm not just going like oh let her go you know like that is just the way that we process and Mm -hmm. emotion and uh information um and it is very very different right like
1: yeah and and that i think took a long time for us or for me at least to realize like that's how we do it and to have patience with that um because you know, you're in your dream situation, I think it, you, a person will match that and have a yeah. full conversation about that, those things. But then I... But that might not be the... Uh, that's definitely not the best thing for us. But
2: mm-hmm. it... I think there's this... There's uh, like bad myth or conventional wisdom about like... Or, pe- you know, everyone's like, you need good communication. But then I think a lot of people assume that that means you have to communicate in the same way. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think people... Assume that means words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, 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 you know, like, again, like, we're all improv people and I teach improv. But, like, I would argue that over, well over 50% of human communication is not words. Uh, it's It can be tone of words, but it's also everything that you do with your body and your face. Like, that, that's all communication. And when we're talking about improv, when I'm teaching, I'm constantly saying, like, you know, the, the number one note I can give all the time is being, like, you're just listening to the words. You're reading a script. You're not using any of the mm-hmm. information that the person standing across from you on stage is giving out there because you just reacted to what they said, but the way they said it was where the real information is um, or the way they're standing, the fact that they're facing away from you. You know, like if I just yeah. stood up now and left, that would say more than anything I could say verbally, mm-hmm. right? Like, and turning your back on, like, and I think there's tons of communication that happens in any relationship um, and pretending that you fully need it to be verbalization at least the way my brain works doesn't truly ring doesn't really ring true like the words are what you choose to present and the rest is
2: totally and this is also now it's all (laughs) um i think there's like a because most of the people who like generate this conventional wisdom about relationships are Therapists and academics who of course love language and love to talk Mm -hmm. that's like the way that's why they do what they do Um, and I also think there's like a um, there's also a therapy bias about about communicating and about sharing and I think there could be a happy couple that doesn't share that much and shares what Mm -hmm. they need to share with each other you know
0: yeah absolutely and I think because I think it's uh, uh, again a ton of the time there's tons of stuff you have to talk out otherwise they like, get you know like we're yeah. talking about like the fucking knives in the knife book but um <laughs> there's a lot of stuff i think too that is it's it's not actually about it's just about understanding something mm. and you definitely don't need words to under like i don't often like i often don't need for you to express something verbally to understand Deborah, right. what you're thinking or going through i i can read it and that's not because i'm professor x and i'm like poking around <laughs> in your brain but just sort of like we know each other and you are communicating and i the I, yeah. same here like yeah. you know right like like you know i i communicate with you in that way and, and you're able to pick up on that and that is just as valid as me going deborah let's sit down and yeah we need to talk about how I'm mm. stressed about this career stuff right now, and we really have to talk about it. you can pick it up and we can deal with it in other ways,
1: yeah, and I think at a certain point, like even that, like we yeah, we read each other's cues, all those things, and then after a certain point, then it's like, okay, let's talk about this, you know sure. it, it does end in talking a lot of the time, but I think, yeah, you're a hundred percent right, and i that's. I guess I keep coming back to patience with that stuff because, like, if we were not patient with learning that stuff about each other, I don't think we would have made it. Mm. Um, because if you, if I let anger be my first reaction to his silence and processing or whatever, um, or frustration because he's not doing it the way I'm doing it, then. I'm just want to date myself, you know, like uh, I'm great. I'm so great. Why don't I date myself? Um, But I I think, but in taking that time to like, we wanted to learn that stuff from each other. um, And in in some ways it just felt really natural. Like I, again, like I think so much of that took work over years, but like nine years in, we can just do that stuff and we'll Mm -hmm. still have conversations. I mean, we'll we'll still talk once in a while, I guess. but it, is, it was very and part like, of it
0: too. Is probably age too, like, yeah. you know, like, like like our relationship is taking us from like you know late twenties to mid thirties, and that's a that's a there's, that's you're a different person yeah. uh, from you know twenty six to thirty five. Like I, you know, like I, 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 and I think that is some of the stuff that you learn, and we were able to learn it together. Which
1: yeah, and I think there's a huge benefit we are so lucky to be part of the same world. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really think, especially in our 20s when we first started dating, like how, I can't imagine how hard that would have been if we weren't both at UCB doing all, at the theater seven nights a week, you mm. know, at Birds, all those things mm. that are part of it uh, or were part of it for us. Like, I can't imagine if I was at home waiting for him mm-hmm. and he was out there doing those things and I wasn't a part of that world or vice versa.
2: And also, um now this is all just occurring to me like all this kind of learning about each other and learning whatever that that if alex is quiet it doesn't mean that he's mad or something that's like accelerated by constantly being around each other constantly being around other people who know each other yeah. like imagine if you were like going on a date every two weeks yeah. So how yeah. much longer it would take, yeah.
1: Totally, and we like, and we write together too, and that, like, all of that is like so, it pushes all of that to the surface too, where you have to, like, in writing together, we had to, same thing, establish like some boundaries it where it was like, I wanted to talk about, I would just think about something in our project, and Alex would and want to talk about it right that second and we had to have a conversation where it was like, no, let's designate times when we work. to talk when we work and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. I need is to hear it. All I need is to hear it once if if I'm okay with it. If I'm not okay with it, of course, I'm going to yeah. fight back um, but, but was I was also, like, that totally makes sense and, and then it yeah. worked
0: so well. And it was one of the things I think most like talking out our relationship like, okay, we're writing this thing together and we have this deadline and we have to get it done and we for the benefit of our relationship, we need to establish when are we working and when are we not. Um, Because we live together, so we worked out of here and we're married and we, you know, like, so like, that those bleeding edges going into one another could have been very, I think, tough on our relationship if we were never able to like, relax our shoulders because at any given moment, we might start talking about work. And like, that was a very verbal conversation of like, I think we have to, when we're working, we're working, and when we're not, we have to not. And we have mm-hmm. to set the specific time because otherwise I think it's going to bleed over into, in, into affecting our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was very verbal. And I think that was, yeah. but I think what you're saying is like, I'm so happy we did that because I think it would have killed us. I think it would have been really tough to, we worked on that project for a year and a half between yeah. its deaths and rebirths. And, <laughs> um, and like it would have been, I think really, really hard to have that work world and our, our marriage world Mm-hmm. be too intertwined mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and I think like I, I do just think we're lucky that our needs are different in that way like because the second we had that conversation I was like cool that's awesome like because I, I didn't have a need in that way that was so easy for me to adapt and you
2: don't have conflicting needs no yeah. and, I,
1: and we very rarely have there's never like e- there's n- I cannot think of a time really that like there was something that he really needed, but I needed something really different. Um, because the like like the stupid knife thing, <laughs> <the> fucking knife. <laughs> uh, but like, if I was like really, really adamant about like, no, it goes in the drying rack. Yeah, I guess we would have had a fight. But most of the things that I'm really like care about, or I've had to express to Alex in that way, haven't been things that he is cares about in a different way. Yeah. So it it hasn't. All we we just. Do that thing. Oh, you
2: guys are making me realize so much because I'm always like, like a big kind of question I'm always asking is well, like, what, how do you know if you're in a relationship that you need to figure out how to make it work or Mm. if, or if it's you need to cut bait? And I think that like conflicting needs thing is people are always like, well, communicate and move through a fight and you're going to have problems. But I think if your problems are always, one person needs something and one person needs the opposite thing, that is, we should talk about that in a different way than just like yeah. other types of yeah. fights, yeah. you know? Because yeah. it
1: it's also so like, different.
0: I think before Deborah I wasn't in like a ton of like very serious relationships, you know, um, but I do think that sometimes the way people talk about relationships and I think in terms of that is being like, well, who's Right. Right. Not mm-hmm. even within the relationship. You got to be like, okay, well, if you have these needs and you have this need, then like, let's really examine like and, and figure out which one of these, you know, can be. And I, I'm not sure I, I, you know, the same way with us talking about like, I'm so, I need to process stuff internally, she needs to process stuff externally. Like, that is just what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't think it's one of us is like, ah, they're, Deb's doing it the right way mm-hmm. and here I am fucking it up or, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes there still is that instinct to be like, you know, that's what a trillion books and self-help books and relationship books are all about is, ah, here's the right way, yeah. you know, like, and it's like, nah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know about that. Like, cause it just seems to me there's however many billions of people, there's going to be that many billions of ways to deal with stuff. And some are destructive and many are not. And there's no one constructive way to handle things.
2: Yeah, and I think that I, that idea creates a lot of problems in relationships because people panic about, oh, it's not the right way, mm-hmm. or my friend's relationship—they're doing it the right way, and and mine isn't. And that's also why I like doing this project because people are can see that there are a million different ways to do it, and yeah, and there's no prescription for how people can be happy together
1: yeah it's so it feels so unique to each relationship because i don't think what we do would work f- i know what we do <laughs> would work for everybody yeah. and definitely like other super, super functional relationships super super functional uh other functional relationships like i, I don't think we you know it, it just we figured out what worked for us and I, hopefully it keeps working yeah i'll dry those knives now <laughs> dry <laughs> those knives immediately i put them in the the block mm-hmm. I'll okay. keep
0: loving Scout more than I love you yep.
1: you'll never figure out how to um make the bed the way I want it's I not it's up. not complicated it's not I hard. legit don't
0: try she'll say will you make the bed I'll say sure and I just won't do it's it I've been making
1: the bed it's just getting it ready for when we go to sleep you can't do it
0: truly it's nothing's more of a wasted effort than me
2: attempting
1: he just he just watched me one time it'd be great
0: I've watched you many times no. then no.
2: okay, well I'm sorry to report this was not boring <laughs>
1: Imagine if you had Okay no you guys Were right This was yeah. boring. Boring. Really boring It was fun When really Scout boring.
0: barked And then when Alex Made her <laughs> scream By picking her up
1: Now oh, she settled down Now maybe because We settled down Oh Oh She's being sweet What me.
0: an idiot she is
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening To Honey If you or someone You know would like To be interviewed On Honey Email us At Honey At What's a I'm Julia Meltzer You can find me On Twitter and Instagram At Drunk Actress Honey is produced by Ryan Middledorf and Ryan Countshouse. Our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa, and our cover art is by Allie Monroe. Thanks for listening.
1: What's a creative podcast network.